What, you want me to teach you something? You want to learn something? You talking to me? Just talking? Well, what's the show about? It's about nothing. Welcome to another episode of Much Talk About Nothing, a show about movies, music, and more, where we continue on our endless journey in search of something to talk about. As always, I'm your host, Grant Ingram, and if you want to contact the show, you can do that by sending us an email at muchtalkaboutnothing at gmail.com, by following us on Instagram at muchtalkaboutnothing, by following us on Twitter at Podcast, and by joining our Discord. The link to that is in the description. We're having an art contest right now. We also just really love chatting with you guys. It's a lot of fun. And we also have a website. The link to that is in the description as well. It's podpage.com slash MTAN. And if you would please share that link with all your friends, it would really help us out. We would love to have you guys listen or more of you guys listen. It's absolutely great when you guys do that. We're talking Star Wars, but it's not the normal Star Wars. So joining me today is the Boba Fett to my Mandalorian. And no, joining me today is the Baby Yoda to my Mandalorian. It's Grant Skillen. How you doing, Grant? Baby Yoda can't talk, so... That's fair. It'll be a long episode. <laughs> I was hoping you introduced me as the Marshal. I was going to say it just got away from the Jawas, so I'm doing good. Okay, so joining me today is Cobb Vant. By the way, Vant, it sounds like Bob Vance from The Office had a lisp. It's Cobb Vant. Anyway, so, Grant, do you have general thoughts on this one before we get into spoilers? Uh, it's John Favreau and Dave Filoni. Do I need to say anything more than that? No. Actually, I think this one's all John Favreau. I think it. I actually, yeah, I think it was. But still, any in either of them, any combination of them, that's all that needs to be said. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, this episode's amazing. Um, I think it's my favorite one so far. It's really good. I mean, I haven't went back and rewatched the original season, but it was really good. That might be something we have to do at some point for the show because it's such a big deal. But I, I love this right. episode. I'm um. Looking forward to the next one. I'm hoping this season's all an hour long because last season was just 30 minutes. It's. I feel like it's harder to get an hour long episode and not have parts of it be boring. I mean, if they can make all of them like this, I wouldn't have a problem with it. Yeah, this one's really good. Like I, I didn't get bored at any point during it. I was really happy with. It. Yeah, I wasn't saying I got bored. I'm just saying it can be easy during an hour long episode to have, especially since there's no commercial breaks. It can be easy to have just some areas that are more filler time. I get it. Yeah, I, I do. I thought they did a good job with this one and pacing and everything. Um, so do you have any other spoiler-free thoughts before we get into spoilers? Uh, I'm putting you on the spot here. Uh, no, I don't. Let's, let's just go ahead and get into spoilers. I want to talk about it. <laughs> All right, I'm the same way. So everybody, I think we both really recommend you check this out. If you haven't yet, what rock have you been living under? Yeah, um, what's wrong with you? Yeah. If, if if there's some legitimate reason you haven't been able to see it, that's fine. But if you have had the time and had the access and you haven't watched it yet, what's wrong with you? Right, right. No. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, so I guess we're going to go ahead and cross over into spoilers. And here's your warning. If you're worried about Mandalorian Season 2 Episode 1, like I was, I haven't seen any of the trailers yet. I don't care to. I'm watching this show as it comes out. Um, here's your warning. Anywho. How are you? No. Um, I'm sorry. I'm tired. I, words are not my friend today. Um, anywho. Grant, this was this was written and directed by John Favreau. So. Yeah. Um, that's what I was looking at. I guess Filoni probably produced, but John Favreau did a heck of a job. He did, as always. Yeah. Anywho. Um, so this episode kind of starts off with the meeting with Koresh, where the Mandalorian 
Din Djarin, apparently. I, I don't know. Um, and Baby Yoda, the man, the myth, the legend, Baby Yoda. Are, um, the man, the baby, the legend. <laughs> the baby, the myth, the legend, maybe. I don't know. He's 50 years old, though, so maybe it's just the man, the myth, the legend. I guess, although it's not a very mature 50-year-old. <laughs> no. It's a it's a cute 50-year-old, though. It's also it? definitely not actually been alive for 50 years. I don't know. It's a clone, so... Are we sure of that? I would... It's... There are theories that Pal- when Palpatine and Yoda were fighting in Episode 3 in the Senate room... I am the Senate. Um, when they were fighting in that room, that Palpatine got one of Yoda's like hairs, and then was trying to clone Yoda to be the vessel that he would put his soul into when he was going to die. Shoot! And so that baby Yoda is a clone of Yoda, and that's why baby Yoda is already so powerful. And might have. Well, I guess Palpatine's still alive, so I guess Palpatine didn't need to soul. Well, he was trying to find. He was trying to get a vessel that could fully use his power. His unlimited power. Oh, I get it. I get it. I'm just, um... <laughs> Episode 3 is great. Sorry. Um, yeah, prequel memes. Hey, everybody from Reddit prequel memes, you're welcome. Anywho, uh, yeah, I guess, I I don't know. Maybe it does have Palpatine's soul? It's just confusing because we thought he was dead in Episode 9, which was terrible. Yeah, um, no, I'm not saying that Baby Yoda currently has Palpatine's soul. The theory is that Baby Yoda was going to be the vessel that his soul would go into at okay. some point. Okay, well that could get really weird in like 900. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but let's actually get to this episode and not just conspiracy theories. Yeah. So we, and the moon landing was fake. <laughs> it, it definitely was. Um, <laughs> and, and Boba Fett's alive. Um, he actually is, though. He is. Yeah, we'll talk about that when we get there. Anyway, so this episode kind of starts off with that, you know, underground Gamorrean fight thing, um, where they, you know, have the underground Gamorrean fight. Yep. Did you have any comments on that scene before I, I glaze over it? Uh, I think we can just glaze over that. Okay. It was a cool scene. I thought it was really good. I did enjoy the Mandalorian leaving the, the um dude tied up to get eaten. That was great. And then he shot out the light too. <laughs> um, it was it was pretty brutal there when he was like fighting everyone in, in front of the child. Was this, I can't remember. Was this the moment when um when he was fighting everyone and the dude's like in front of the baby? And man, it was like he's seen worse. No, I think that was in the boxing match or whatever match it was. Like this is no place for a child. Yeah, so and I yeah. So the same scene area. Yeah, so I'm right. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. I, I, yeah, so instead of when Mando was threatening to beat him up, it was, yeah, during the whole boxing match. Anywho, um, and then we go on to the hangar, and they, Mando goes to Razor's Crest on Tatooine. We've been there before, we'll be there again. Same sand planet, as always. Yep, two sons and three people, two of whom are Skywalkers. Do, 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 do. Alright. Yeah. Gold lightsaber and all. Um, so they, you know, he lets him use the droids this time, like you do. Um, and then the woman there, Pelly, tells them where the other Mandalorian is. And Mandalorian in quotations, of course. Yes, because it, it's not a Mandalorian, it's the. Well, I'm saying it's not really a Mandalorian. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm just saying it's the Mandalorian. Yep. I got the Batman. 
Anywho, um, so they end up going to Mos Pelgo, which is where the other quote-unquote Mandalorian is, you know, and they they find him. He's played by Timothy Oliphant, and he's dressed in Boba Fett's armor. Yep, and uh, I thought it was his armor, but my brother, when we were watching this episode, he called it out immediately that it was Boba's armor. Oh, yeah, like, uh, they announced... I, well, I say they announced. It was rumored that Boba Fett was going to be here. So I thought it was actually Boba Fett for a while. I was, I thought that at first too, but as soon as he kind of walked in, you're like, okay, this is not Boba Fett. It looked like Boba Fett, if Boba Fett was going trick-or-treating and his mom said he needed to layer up. I was going to say it looked like Boba Fett after drug addiction, but <laughs> I guess that works too. <laughs> Boba Fett after his football team lost. <laughs> Alabama fan, Boba Fett. You mean the, Alabama fan? <laughs> after the national championship a couple years ago. Which one? The one with the, Sean the one Watson? Where you lost by on um, against Clemson. The one, uh, which one? <laughs> yes, all of them. Because Clemson's a great team. And when were y'all in the national championship? Um, yeah, we were in 98, I think. Um, it's been a minute. Better than Tennessee, though, at Lawson. Uh, <laughs> anywho. Um, so he's in Mos Pelgo. We have this, like, really cool... This was where it was in, the in front of the baby thing, I guess. No, it was not. It was at the... It was the boxing match. So what did he say? Because I remember... I remember Baby Yoda, like, in the little pot when they, um... When they were threatening to throw down. Um, hold on. I'm trying to find... Wait a second. I'm gonna just pull up Disney+. Plus. Oh, there it is. Um... I appreciate you giving me the dead silence to cut out because that's going to help me out. Um, okay, yeah, this was it. This was where the um, he's seen worse thing because um, the marshal goes, "We gonna do this in front of the kid?" Uh, yeah. And he goes, "He's seen worse." Um, <laughs> yeah, there was a comment at the boxing match too, but that was just saying that there's no place for a child. Okay, so that was a theme going on. Even if it is a 50-year-old child, technically he could get into an R-rated movie. Technically. And then, of course, plot convenience. <laughs> uh, it, it, right before they were about to actually fight the um, Crate Dragon yeets the village. The Crate Dragon, not to be confused with the Crate Myrtle. That's another yep. thing entirely. But yes, it very much does yeet the village. It comes out of the sand looking like Jaws from Jaws. We we know that he's not Anakin. No. He doesn't hate I don't sand. like sand. It's so, coarse and it's rough. How did Anakin pull off that marriage with the opening line of, I don't like sand? I don't know. Yes. Maybe she didn't like sand and they, they were able to get along with their mutual hatred towards sand. I need to find somebody who just, like, doesn't like out the outdoor. You know, I don't know. I need to find someone who doesn't like... What do, what do I not like? I need to find someone who doesn't like Billie Eilish and just comment and go, I don't like Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish. All right, well, we need to get... We, we focused on everything except the episode. I'm tired tonight, guys. I'm going to go ahead and apologize. This episode is going to be long. <laughs> Alright, so Crate Dragon um, It's a real goes, son of a gun. It goes through the village. Uh, note says that it eats a bantha that was drinking water from a trough. Mm-hmm, it did. It 
again popped out of the sand like the the lizard from Jaws. Yep. Uh, as is important, the notes say that the child emerges from pot because what matters there is that Baby Yoda was in a pot. Um. <laughs> but he wasn't into pot. It's a very different thing. We've yes. already said that Cobb Vanth is on drugs, or was on drugs, whatever. Yep. <laughs> and then Vanth explains that the creature had been terrorizing the area for a long time, long before Mos Pelga was established. Then he goes into the cool story of how he got the Mandalorian armor and how he was able to protect the people from okay. the miners. So that was a heck of a backstory. It was. And it and if you got to this far past this point or a wall, my whole family was like, Oh, this is a great backstory. You know he's gonna die in this episode. <laughs> but he didn't. He didn't. But it was a heck of a backstory. Yeah, my dad um, literally stopped and said, That's a heck of a backstory. <laughs> and I said, Yes. Yes, it is. Um, I do enjoy how his, you know, his crystals were worth more than just the water skin. Like, he, he bothered to, to say that. It's like, yes, we're going to trade you all these crystals for a bottle of water. <laughs> you can get one at Costco for three ninety five, or... I don't think they have a Costco on um, Tatooine. They've got two sons. They might have a Starbucks and a Costco. Who knows? <laughs> all right. Um, so after that, amazing, amazing, amazing backstory, which is essentially, you know, pirates and coolness. Um, I got my armor from the Jawas, who somehow managed to get Boba Fett's armor. Out of Don't a Sarlacc ask. pit? Well, no, because Boba didn't even die, so... Who knows? Where the heck did they get Boba's armor? I bet Boba was in the Sarlacc pit for a while. I bet he killed the Sarlacc, but he lost his armor somehow. I don't know what a Sarlacc, how big a Sarlacc is, so... I don't know, but how would, whatever. Moving on. <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, so they forge an alliance with the Tusken Raiders because, yes, um, cool backstory, by the way. The Tusken Raider, um, sign language was developed by a deaf guy that Disney hired because he didn't, um, I believe Favreau didn't just want it to be ASL. So the guy, like, created this sign language based on their, like, culture and everything. Really cool. That's really cool, and honestly, it just seems really unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, but it was cool. Um, yep, that is cool. That's some D&D level stuff. Um, yep. Vanth was very rude to the Tuscans. He wouldn't even drink from the Black Melon. Yep. Uh, and then the Mandalorian did the only thing that a true leader would do, and pulls out his flamethrower and just <laughs> shoots it. Like, Like, hey guys, I could burn you all alive right now. Make peace. <laughs> so the next day, they find the um the dragon, and which you know is hiding out in a quote unquote abandoned starlight pit. Man, this this part was so funny to me. Oh, I so they get it. there and they're sacrificing a bantha to the great <laughs> dragon. <laughs> and, but for some reason, they think it's a good idea to have a dude standing right next to the bantha <laughs> that they're <laughs> sacrificing. Could he not have been further back and just blown the horn from there? Like that's was like that's my thinking. Is like, did he have to be that close? I don't know, but it was entertaining because he blows <laughs> the horn and then just turns around and runs. And the great dragon comes up and eats him, just like straight up one big gulp. Leaves the bantha untouched. Yep, it's amazing. Yep, that's that was 
one of those things where everybody knew that was going to happen, but it didn't make it any less funny that it happened. Right. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, I enjoyed their conversation about how there was no such thing as an abandoned Sarlacc pit. And then the, the guy's like, there is if you kill the Sarlacc. Um, That's a big old Sarlacc pit. Yeah, like, I'm trying to figure out what a Sarlacc even is. I've, I've seen the original quite a bit, but I don't remember exactly what it looks like. That's a big old Sarlacc. Yeah. Huh. The notes has, um, after tying the Bantha to a stake, the Tuscan Raider calls out to the Kray Dragon before running away. The Kray Dragon emerges and soon devours the Tuscan Raider but leaving the Bantha. As the child scurries away in fear, the Tuscans react in horror. How do you say uh, the Jaren? How do you say that? Dinjarin? I just... I Man- or, Mando. <laughs> yeah, I've just been calling it Mando because I don't know where they got that name from. Yeah. Mando says the Tuscans may be open to, fresh, to some fresh ideas. Maybe. Um. Yeah, I don't know where they got his name from. I'm, I'm curious. Yeah. Yeah, but then the Tuscans go into their plan to kill the Kray Dragon, which was not a terrible plan. Wouldn't have worked how they wanted it to, but they wanted to use. What is this? They wanted to blow up the Kray Dragon. Yeah, which is what you do. Yeah, which sounds simple enough until you realize how big the Kray Dragon is. Like, I don't think you could fit enough bombs onto one Bantha to blow up a Kray Dragon. I think you could. So the way they did it and the way I thought they were going to do it were very different. So they went about, like, they carried the Bantha with the bombs on it. And I thought that they were going to, you know, do what they eventually did and have the Bantha be eaten and then blow up the Bantha. Um, But originally they just decided they were going to lay it down on the dirt for some odd reason. Um, Yeah, that was a really dumb strategy. (laughs) And then why didn't they use all the bombs on the initial trap? Like, why Why was there another Bantha full of bombs just laying there? I have no idea. I, I don't know either. Like, it feels like that they might have had to add, like, 45 or, like, 15 minutes of length. I mean, it was cool. I liked, I liked it. But it's just like, why didn't you do that to begin with? Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not going to knock for that, but I just was confused. Then they go back to Mos, or Mos Pelgo, however you say it. Yeah. And uh, Vanth originally did not want to get the village involved, but then Mando was like, we're getting the village involved. So they did. And um, let's see. Explains to the village or shows them the actual Mandalorian. And it's like, obviously, they would know about Mandalorian and how good they are at killing. Um, and then Vanth warns them that the crate Dragon might start going after people and start going after the school. And I feel like the school is enough for people to be like, all right, yeah, we need to kill. Sorry, I'm just envisioning all the editing I've made for myself. And that I just it. made for you. Yeah, you're real. <laughs> real. Um, and so then, so then Vanth brings up the same people. People aren't happy. And Mando's like, hey, you want this thing dead? We need them to help. They have a plan. They know where he is, blah, 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 blah. They agree. Uh, also, he also says that. Uh, They'll keep their word with the deal to um, not attack the town unless the town peeps do stuff first. That is the best war summary ever. I will not attack you unless you peeps 
do the thing first. You you attack me, I'm blowing your daggum head off. But <laughs> they confront the crate dragon, and like you were saying, they have this beautiful, beautiful plan of putting the explosives in the ground, which is a stupid plan. Um, <laughs> they finally manage to get the crate dragon to come out. Um, very much resist it. Um, their ropes and their ballistae barely can keep it from going back in. Then it vomits all over them. <laughs> yep. Spits acid like a fly. It's yep. like a fly in Jaws and the dragon from um, Lord of the Rings had a baby. <laughs> Was that Lord of the Rings? I, don't I have no idea. No, no, no. So the fly, a fly and Jaws and the weird worm thing from that asteroid in episode five or six. Um, I don't remember which one. You know, you know the one I'm talking about. The one they ended up like flying in the side in the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Yeah. That that's what had a baby. Anyway, I'll let you keep going because I'm just getting you off track today. Hey guys, let's take a break from the amazingness that is Mandalorian for just one minute and let me tell you about Podpage. So Podpage is this amazing service for all of you podcasters out there that takes your RSSS feed or your RSS feed and it creates a website based on that and it takes like 30 seconds it's absolutely amazing if for any reason you have issues they have absolutely amazing customer service i cannot recommend it enough it is absolutely phenomenal they also allow you to instantly generate tweets with your episode description your show notes and everything right there they put all the links to everywhere your podcast is all in one spot so you can just share one link and everybody can go everywhere it's absolutely great it's really helped out our listens it boosted us by about 45 percent this week notwithstanding and um it's just absolutely really really great i cannot recommend it enough there's just so much that they do for you and it's again it's great it's highly customizable and everything you would ever need to start a podcast website and and there is a free plan but if as a listener to this show if you go to podpage.com and enter promo code mtan you get a month of the premium the cream of the crop, the super high-end stuff, the so high-end stuff, we don't even use it because we can't afford it. You get one month of that for free. Again, just go to pod, just go to podpage.com and enter promo code M-K-A-N to both let them know that we sent you and get one month of their premium service for free. It's glorious. Anyway, um, back to your Mandalorian action. They finally are able to get the crit dragon over the explosives. Vanth ignites them, Crate Dragon falls into the sand. Woo, it's dead, but no one but everyone knew it didn't actually die there. Yeah, Vanth even said, I don't think it's dead. Yep. And then it reemerges at the top of the hill, spews vomit on quite literally everybody and acid on them. Um and then Mando and Vanth ignite their jetpacks. And then um Mando gets the genius plan to get himself and the bantha eaten by the great dragon yes and before he does that he instructs vanth to take care of the child if he were to not make it back out of the great dragon right alive and of course mando goes in uh gets eaten flies out blows up uh bantha shoots rocket or whatever it was inside of the great dragon down goes Craig Dragon. It was it was very cool. Yeah, my read through is not doing it justice. I we both highly recommend watching this episode. 
Oh, for sure. Yeah. I, I again, think it's the best episode of Mandalorian, and that's saying something, because Mandalorian is freaking great. Freaking great. Then the Tuskens, part of, I think part of the deal was that the Tuskens got all the meat from the Crate Dragon. And the, the Kyber Crystal containing Crate Dragon Pearl. I, I did mm. research. I, I, I researched the thing. Um, okay. Yeah. So that that's what that is. It, so the the thing about the pearl is it has... Um, it, so they ingest, you know, rocks, and then occasionally they'll ingest a kyber crystal, and so that whole thing's a kyber crystal, and it's like a more powerful kyber crystal. So the lightsabers from that are, like, more powerful. I don't know. It's cool. Anyway. Hmm. Cool. Um... So Tuscans harvest the flesh, get that kyber crystal. Um, Mando apologizes to Vance for not explaining his plan because I think it was a bit of a shock to everybody when Mando intentionally got eaten. He got. I guess if you get eaten, you get ate. Because if you get eaten, you get yoked. I don't know. Oh, so he got out. <laughs> he got out. Yoked. 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 All right. Yep. Yeah. And then. Um, because of their agreement, Vanth gives Mando Boba Fett's armor and says something about damaging the jetpack. I don't know. Um, oh, um, he wasn't the... So Vanth told um, Mando to tell his people that he wasn't the one that beat up the suit. I don't know what the jetpack was about. Okay, that that's so to, what that was talking about. Uh, to clarify, people, we are using the Star Wars fandom.com recap of this because we both watched this for enjoyment and then decided we were going to record about it so we didn't yep. take notes um so we're using these guys notes thank you very much star wars.fandom i could edit it and just be like um dims the facts um yes. right um then the end mando rides away on the little scooter thing jig with baby yoda and now has Boba fed armor and as he is riding away, it cuts to a, as this says, scarred, bald man wearing robes and armed with a Gatterfy stick as he's watching in the distance and then walks away from the cliff edge. And that would be good old Boba Fett. Looks yep. like he's coming back and wants his armor. <laughs> yes, and so that's not just Boba Fett. That's the guy that played Boba Fett in episode two. Um, that's Tamura Morrison, which is an awesome touch. By the way, Grant, go ahead and refresh your, your page real quick. And then scroll down all the way to the bottom. Okay. Why? <laughs> what did you Vim, do? Vim's the facts. Did you actually put that? Yeah, under the aftermath thing. Vim's <laughs> the facts. Is it there? Yes. At a boy. Them's the facts. I've edited a Star Wars wiki, everybody. That is how you know can you see we my are phone? a credible source. I give me just a second, let me pull up me. Yes I can. Them's the facts. <laughs> <laughs> this is the way and them's the facts. <laughs> Alright, well Yeah. So I guess that's kinda it. Um the big revelation is Boba Fett. That was just awesome. Um Yep. Especially considering they got back the actor for him. I guess they couldn't get back the original guy because there were like six of those guys and George Lucas recast him like six times. Dude, yeah. no joke. If you look up who played Boba Fett, it was like six different people in both of those movies. <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. Um, everybody hates George Lucas. Um, so 
I guess that's pretty much it. We didn't have a lot of banter going on here. Um, I will say one of the things that I'm going to knock it for, it didn't have Herman Lerman. Herman's Lermans, everybody. Herman's Lermans. Anywho. Um, and just for that reason, I'm giving it an S. Okay. <laughs> an S? No. No, Herman gives you an S. I was thinking like a C minus. Um, no, seriously, what do you, what you got, man? I mean, like? is there, I mean, really, I can't really find anything wrong with the whole episode. Like, it's almost an hour long, and there's not a part of it that's not good. Yeah, I completely agree. So, just for that reason, I have to give it an A+. Yeah, I'm right there. It's an A+. It is phenomenal. I've loved it. Um, it's absolutely amazing. Um, yeah. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? Um, no, that's it for me, okay. at least. So, if you've got nothing else, I've got nothing else. We, I think we covered it pretty well. I really liked this episode. Loved it. Everybody go check it out. But, Grant, do you want to go ahead and give them... Anyway, so joining me today to talk about The Mandalorian Season 2, Episode 2, Chapter 10, The Passenger, it is Grant Skellen. How you doing, Grant? I'm good. How are you, Grant? I am... I'm alive. That's good. Yes. Yes, it is. Also joining me, you've heard him before, and if all goes well, hopefully you'll hear him again. It is Lawson Broyles, back for the another Corona day. Boy. Rona boy himself. Lawson, how's quarantine and how are you doing? Uh, I've been doing better, but I'm glad to be on here. Uh, I'm feeling just fine. So we'll see how it goes from here. Yeah, man. Hope you hope you stay just fine and glad you had a little bit of free time tonight to come and yell at us about some Baby Yoda. Anyway, as always, we will start with the official description here, and it is very short. The Mandalorian must ferry a passenger with precious cargo on a risky journey. Cool. So, we will start spoiler-free. What did you guys think of this one? I'll let Grant go first, because I am the debate moderator here. I thought it was freaking weird. Okay. <laughs> Are you going to have to beep that? or No, freaking works. I just All was right. um, I just was curious. Like, I'm very curious as to how, why, and we'll get into that later. Boss, what did you think? Good, but it definitely felt like a little bit of a filler episode after the first episode of the season, but I still really liked it. Okay. Yeah, um, I kind of agree with both of you. It did feel a little bit like a filler to me, but more Baby Yoda, and I can't argue with that. It was heckin' weird. Really heckin' weird. Um, like, halfway through a horror movie. Sorp. Um, so you guys have any other thoughts before we cross that spoiler wall? You did so good with the first episode. What happened? <laughs> they had to... I, I feel like they're setting something up. I'll just... I'll leave that... I'll leave it there before we... Go on to the spoilers. Once we get into the spoilers, I'll elaborate on my thoughts. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Now, I, I will say I did like this episode. Like, I would, I, I didn't like it as much as the first one, but it's kind of hard to keep that bar. But, um, I guess we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit more as we jump over that spoiler wall. So if you haven't seen Mandalorian season two, episode two, chapter 10, the passenger, then, um, come back later. Please come back later because we, we, we need you um, and listen to the rest of that. Anyway, um, now that we are over the wall, I guess, what do you guys think? Lawson, since you went second last time, I'll let you go first this time. What do you what were your spoilery thoughts? Um, I really liked it. Um, the spiders were very interesting, uh, a little bit, a little bit freaky, not going to lie. Um, but I really liked how it in in my mind, anyway, it almost sets up that um, Mando is going to have like at least some like maybe friends within the New Republic, just based on the uh, when the 
X-Wing pilots came back and helped him and then let him go free instead of arresting him, even though he should have been under arrest. Okay. Yeah, I will definitely agree with you on those spiders. Um, yeah, my, I was watching it with my dad and like, you know, when that big spider hit the ship, I oh, literally yeah. went, oh crap, and just jumped. And it was, it was um, interesting. Um, Grant, what were your, you said it was freaky, but like, what was your spoilery thinking on that? It's just weird. I mean, I, I get they're trying to set up something, but to be able to set up whatever they're setting up, they had to make this just a really weird filler episode. I don't know why they needed the spiders. I don't know why that wasn't necessary. Okay. So the spiders are from the episode five concept art. So yes, I, I was going to, I was actually about to mention that they, they brought it in and it's full star Wars glory. Yes. It was so cool. I saw that. And then I went on Instagram after I watched the episode and some people were like, this is actually based off of the Ralph McQuarrie, like concept art for episode five when he's on Dagobah or however, however it's pronounced. I think it's Dagobah. I was like, I was like, that's so cool because I just know that everybody working on that is huge Star Wars nerds. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, it is really cool. Now, I will say this episode was directed by Peyton Reed, written by John Favreau. Um, so we, we did have Dr. Mandible um, back in Tatooine. You remember that? The big ant guy? Um, yes, the big old ant guy. <laughs> so if you're not familiar with Peyton Reed. He's the guy that directed both of the Ant-Man movies. Oh, cool. So Ant-Man. That was the whole point of that whole conversation. It was just a big joke about directing Ant-Man. <laughs> they literally named him Dr. Mandibles. I actually just got done with my uh, second watch through of the episode about mm, maybe half an hour ago. And Upon watching it a second time, I noticed a lot of like kind of small details. Um, and like one of them, probably the first one being when they're playing Sabak in the cantina, mm-hmm. she gets an idiot. Um, my apologies, I don't remember what the lady's name is, but she gets an idiot's ray, which is actually, um, it's part of an episode of Rebels, which I thought was pretty interesting that they kind of connected them together a little bit. I want to see like an actual deck of cards for playing Sabacc. I I do believe that they actually do make Sabacc cards. Okay, because if they do, we're going to like do a Zoom session. We're each going to order a pack of these cards and we're going to do a Zoom session and like record it and just play um, Sabacc and see who wins. Let's Um, see here. And her name is Pelimato, just so we, just so we're clear. Okay, so, um, thank you. Thank Star Wars you. Nice. I did not remember what her name was, so don't crucify me, please. Don't at you? Okay. Yeah, don't, <laughs> don't at me, all you crazy Star Wars people. <laughs> on Instagram, everyone. Uh, <laughs> so, Grant, did you have any like weird little details that you picked up? Um, did the frog lady pick up on the fact that Baby Yoda was eating her offspring? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I noticed. I don't think she noticed that, honestly. I don't think she picked it up. I think Baby Yoda eating the eggs was just completely <laughs> free. He was popping those things like um, Mentos, man. He was like, <laughs> "I'll throw <Hold> them." <laughs> Sorp. <laughs> Lorp. 
And thanks, thanks to that, I have promo image for this episode. I can just insert the um the logo as the egg. <laughs> Even Baby Yoda enjoys our podcast. Yep, this is the way. Um, this is the way. Do you know the way? Do you know the way? I have spoken. This is the way. Um, speaking of things that I noticed on the second watch through, um, when they're running from the spiders, the frog lady, she actually. She goes from running, and at one point, she actually like starts to hop. Yes, and I yes. noticed that second time, and I was like, "That's so cool." I probably didn't notice it the first time because I it was like six o'clock in the morning when I was watching it. I don't know. Did you watch it the Friday morning at six? I did. Um, so we like the frog lady because she's the actual frog lady. Okay, it was creepy when she hacked into that droid. I was not expecting that. <laughs> I wasn't that expecting was... either. That scared me. And just imagine how it would have scared me. I know this isn't real, but just imagine you're sleeping and you hear that droid start talking. I'm looking through Peyton Reed's um background. He doesn't have like horror movies, which is surprising to me. Um I, I would kind of have expected him to. But he does said, you know what? If you find out that I'm directing this episode beforehand, you're not going to be expecting horror. So, too bad, because you apparently were hacking Disney to find out that I directed this episode. Yeah, I mean, he was announced back in the day, but I had no idea it was this one. But good lord, this episode freaked me out. So, I'm severe arachnophobe. I knew the second Baby Yoda started eating that thing, that the rest of those pods, like, it's a classic trope, let's be honest, nobody was surprised. Oh, yeah. But the rest of those pods were going to open up. Did not expect massive flipping spider. No. <laughs> the one that was like literally 40 feet tall. Yeah. And how the heck was it able to fall on that ship? Like it just goes. And I'm like, oh! P to the L to the O to the T. P to the L to the O to the T. C O N I E V E N C E. Anyway. Uh, one thing about the spiders, it reminded me of, like, if y'all ever seen the movie Alien, like the 1980-something movie. Ridley Scott, yeah. Yes, it reminded me very much of Alien whenever they go and they find the eggs. They looked so very similar to those. Very did. I wonder if that was an intentional callback or if that was just something they accidentally did. I don't know. I guess it definitely could be just based on the background of everyone that works on the show. They're all huge nerds. Like, I mean, to be fair, if you're in that industry, you have to be a huge nerd. Just, yeah. just ask Kevin Smith. Like, that's his whole career. He he's just made references in all of his movies, and that was it. Like, that's his thing. Yeah. And we interviewed Kevin Altieri, and he was just a massive nerd, dude. Huge, but in a great way, huge nerd. Yeah, but like ridiculously awesome guy too. Yeah. Um, I think. Oh, I actually just watched the first episode of this for everybody listening and y'all too. Uh, if you actually want to learn more about the people that are directing the show and working on the show, you should watch. Um, and it's making it's the Mandalorian. It's it's something similar to that. It's like Galaxy something. It's on Disney Plus. Oh, um, so. Dis- um, Disney Galleries inside the Mandalorian. Yes, yes. I think if you want some time, you want something to pass the time in between episodes. That's a really interesting thing to watch. Yeah, in fact, that might be something we could review at some point because that would be kind of cool just to kind of go through and talk. I'm still going to try to get Dave Filoni on the show. Um, that would be <laughs> dream job. 
Um, but yeah. So Grant, did you have anything else you really wanted to hit on? Like any any other weird things? I mean, I'm just gonna go back to what I've been saying. It's weird. My whole view of the show is just those two words. This this one episode, just those two words. Just weird. Yeah. Um, I liked it. Uh, I really did. But I can understand like the weirdness factor because it was definitely there. And um, what does Baby Yoda not eat? Mando. Um, Mando. <laughs> That's pretty much it. What? Flamethrowers. His little like <sighs> wrist flamethrower thingy. La- the last episode of the uh, Mandalorian is going to be Baby Yoda eating the dark saber. <laughs> that would be entertaining. We need to see the dark saber again soon. Yes. Yes, we do. We have on our keychain for the Explorer. We have a Baby Yoda thing. I just bought the. Um, you can barely see it up there. You see that top on top. Is it of that my top? Wall? Yeah. Is that a? <laughs> oh, dude, we've got the same set. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, my mom I gave don't this have to that. me. I love these things. Yeah. Um, for those of you who are listening, which is everyone, all of you, um. We were holding up the Lego Star Wars brickheads for the Mandalorian with the Baby Yoda and the um, Mandalorian. Go, go buy those. That's that's completely not paid. They're just awesome, awesome build kits. They're fun, and also the Funko Pops on my on my wall behind me. It's absolutely amazing because for some reason I slipped into an Australian accent. Anyway, <laughs> so oh, my Baby Yoda, oh, my... where are my empanadas? I mean, your offspring. Where where are your offspring? I'm going. To- where am I? Where are my offspring slash empanadas? Yes, my offspring in empanadas. Empanadas. It's like an offspring Taco Bell. You walk in there and they're like, "What? What? what how do you want your? your how do you offspring? want your eggs? <laughs> Over easy on a taco. <laughs> or do you just want it just like straight raw, just like a little orange egg thing Little orb. i do like how baby yoda like had hidden that somewhere and he just like popped it out like he was saving the snack or something <laughs> he's like got it up his sleeve or something he, like rolls it out in his hand <laughs> like making sure she's sleeping because <laughs> i noticed that they both fall asleep and he like looks around and then eats it and i'm like where were you hiding that <laughs> and this is where we need the rocket round raccoon um crossover because we all know how Thor got his other eye. His rocket hit it. Are you guys ready to move on to letter grades? Alright, well let's do that. But first, let me tell you about PodPage. PodPage.com is the absolute best way to start a podcast website. It allows you to instantly integrate your podcast with the website and it helps with the theme and everything. It allows you to have one link to all of your episodes in all of your players. It's absolutely amazing. It really cuts down on my time. I don't have to add like a kite link or anything like that. It's just all in one and they do it for you. It's absolutely free. It's absolutely amazing. They also allow you to instantly generate tweets from your web page. So you can use your description in your tweet and it's absolutely great. I love it. Cannot say I love it enough. Go check it out. And when you do, make sure you use promo code MTAN if you have a podcast, if you don't have a podcast, then you need one. And then go use promo code MTAN. It lets them know that we sent you and it gets you your first month of podcast or pod page premium for free. It's absolutely great. Cannot recommend it enough. And I'm just using the free features. So if you want podcast or pod page pro, 
after that first month, so you just keep paying. But otherwise, the free features, good Lord, I'm talking too fast. The free features are absolutely amazing. Anyway, back to the Mandalorian. So you guys said we are ready for the letter grades. What do you have on this one, Grant? Lawson, you go first. <laughs> what um, do you have on this one, Lawson? <laughs> on this one, overall, it was a really great episode, although it did feel like a filler episode. So I think I want to give it a B plus because it was a really great episode, but just on the surface, it didn't really contribute anything to the overall story so far of season two. So B plus. Okay. Um, and Grant? I'm going to give it like a B minus to a B. Okay. Um, I'm going to be the outlier here. I'm giving this thing an A. Um, I personally kind of like the filler episode of it because I don't love every episode having to be about that central plot. So I thought it was a good chance for us to kind of see how Mandalorian interacts with the world. And who doesn't like seeing Baby Yoda eat some frog's offspring? <laughs> it's amazing. Um, her last, like, the last of her kind, just destroying. Or everything. just the last of her line, not the. I don't think it's the entire species, or was it the entire species? I think it was just her species. line. I think. Okay, well, I think that's what they said. Whatever it is, we're gonna destroy this woman's family for Baby Yoda to have a snack. <laughs> <laughs> snack. S N A C C. He protect. He attack. Most important, he eats frog babies for a snack. <laughs> he eats frog babies for snack. <laughs> yeah. Um, so do you guys have any other closing thoughts before we go ahead and wrap this one up? Uh, actually, no. I mean, I have one thing, but I'll say it towards the end. Okay. I don't believe I have any closing, closing thoughts, but thanks everyone for listening, I guess. Yes, thank you. Um, Grant, I will let you go ahead and say whatever the heck you had to say and do the outro. All right, so what I had to say is we finally got through an episode without Herman. So, okay, yes. everyone, Herman, Herman, the Herman. Herman. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so imagine it was Herman the Lerman eating those those eggs. That would be awesome. No, it wouldn't. Herman the Lerman is like fifty years old. Year old. Well, so baby Yoda, baby Yoda's fifty something. Yeah, baby Yoda's fifty. Well, baby Yoda's like this big. Herman's like that big. That big. That big. <laughs> It's still no, Herman the Lerman. We are Herman's Lermans. A Clone Wars podcast. Well, uh, if you guys have any like just comments about the show or anything, you can email us at muchtalkaboutnothing at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at muchtalkaboutnothing or on Twitter at mtanpodcast. Uh, we have a Discord, which is Much Talk Municipality. There should be a link to that. And we have the website, which is podpages.com slash mtam all lowercase yep and if you would leave a review and subscribe that really helps us out i don't care if you leave us a one star okay i do care if you leave us a one star review give me a three star or better and it absolutely helps us out we would love to have you review and all those links and everything grant just mentioned works for hate mail too so if you really just don't like baby yoda eating frog babies then send us some hate mail and we will complain to the higher ups because we obviously have direct contact to the people at Disney. This is why we get 30 listens an episode on a good day. Anyway. I will personally email John Favreau and tell him to get it together because y'all do not like his show. Yes. We, we will have an email chain going. You email us. I email Lawson and Lawson emails John, the man Favreau. That would be 
amazing. And then and, John Favreau emails his lawyer. <laughs> and then after John Favreau emails his lawyer, he shoots me an email. The, the thing goes full cycle like a frog baby life cycle. And and we might get John Favreau on the show. See, this is why you need to send us more emails, people. Anyway, Lawson, where can they find you? Instagram at Lawson Broyles. All righty. Well, um, for Grant and Lawson, I have been Grant, the cooler Grant, I think. No, no, Grant was the cooler Grant. Anyway, um, and when you want to watch a show, but there's just too much to do, just click your little finger and we'll do a review.